This episode of the Matt Report Podcast is brought to you by my new podcast, The WP Minute. Find it at thewpminute.com. Jump on the email list to know when the first episode drops over at thewpminute.com. Get the top headlines in WordPress news in five minutes every week. It's a new audio experience packed with WordPress news and a fun-sized podcast episode. Know the WordPress headlines before you finish that first cup of coffee for the day. Get on the list at thewpminute.com. That's thewpminute.com. Easy support videos now loading over at easysupportvideos.com. That's easysupportvideos.com. It's a fun way to support and educate your WordPress customer or website users using video and small snippets of text. Version 2.0 is coming soon, where you can place videos on the post-edit screen, a custom post type, a global video that loads across the entire admin. It's up to you. Version 2.0 has the same great features that exist now, like customizable video gallery in the dashboard with so much more. Get it free in WordPress.org or go to easysupportvideos.com. Stop going back and forth with support emails. Put your helpful videos right where your customer needs them. Get it free, easy support videos.com. What a difference three plus something years makes. Remember the page builder race? Then remember when Gutenberg came on the scene, smashing the ground, cracking the earth beneath her like Wonder Woman in Zack Snyder's cut of the Justice League? Okay, well, maybe not that glorious of an entry, but mirroring the audience's continued mixed reviews. It seemed like only yesterday that my friends at Beaver Builder were on a rocket ship ride to the moon, and the likes of using Gutenberg were slim when you saw the install count of the Classic Editor plugin. Here we are nearing the tail end of Q1 in the year 2021, and Elementor recently crossed over 7 million active websites, made a not-so-smooth pricing update, and then enter in any Facebook group to the bemoaning of users looking to switch to the Oxygen Builder. Did I use the word bemoaning right there? Gutenberg has gotten largely better over that time, but still with some massive gaps in its usability. Even tasks like dragging blocks into columns is not as effortless of Site Origins Page Builder from six years ago. Okay, wait, could you actually drag blocks in Site Origin? Anyway, full site editing is the next contestant sure to be challenged like the past core champions that fled the arena. I'm here rooting for it. I do want this stuff to get better, even though I'm not the ideal user for it. I still want advanced tools and themes that get the job done without all of the overhead, but that's just me. Which leads me to today's discussion of this podcast, choosing the best WordPress theme for me. You're listening to The Matt Report, a podcast for the resilient digital business builder. Subscribe to the newsletter at mattreport.com slash subscribe and follow the podcast on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Better yet, please share this episode on your social media. We love more listeners around here. Let's get into the show. So first off, I have to say I'm switching offices. The Matt Report is getting a, an official studio, and I have an, a new official studio space uh, in the downtown area near where I live, about 15, 20 minutes away, thanks to uh, the sponsors of the studio, Castos, because it's actually Castos Studios, and uh, I'll be recording out of there. So I'm in between recording at my house these days and recording at the studio, and I, I got to tell you, this this is the... This is for the podcast nerds that are out there, and I do apologize if the audio is off uh, just a touch, but I'm using the ATR2100 USB mic right now. It is a field-tested warrior for podcasters. Uh, it still sounds really good, and I can throw it in uh, my desk drawer, 
and pull it out and plug it in and it works fine. It, it, this is a resilient podcast. This is a podcast for resilient business builders. This is a resilient microphone. It just it just takes it just takes it and then uh, it keeps on it keeps on trucking. So yeah, that's the that's the difference of the sounds that you're hearing here. If you're if you're wondering, a fantastic mic for the for the money if you're looking to get into it. So as I mentioned in the in the monologue, the the theme landscape has changed dramatically over the short course of these, you know, three and a half or so years that Gutenberg was announced and then rolled out. And there was just an arms race for page builders, which has clearly been won by the team at Elementor, probably followed by the folks at Divi, who are still continuing to make a mark. And then our friends at Beaver Builder are still trucking along, as as well as Brizzy and Oxygen Page Builder is another one that's that's just cropping up, sort of everywhere. And it's it's amazing to see the school of users, think of a school of fish, sort of darting around the ocean as they make different changes and find new things. It's it's crazy to me to see still how people will move away from Elementor after being so deeply rooted in it as a tool for their business. But again, we've seen this countless times over the the lifetime of technology, never mind WordPress, but technology, Mac, PC, Mac, or Windows to to Mac, that kind of thing. And there's no surprise, but it's still always fascinating to see the reactions that some take and the reasons why they switch. So yes, the theme... Businesses changed, of course, the business models of themes, themes in general have changed. And, and quite recently on the Tavern, the theme review team is starting to make some changes on how they approve themes, work with themes. In the title written by Justin Tadlock, upcoming changes and steps for an overhauled WordPress theme review system. He made a post, I think, a couple months ago, two months ago, maybe. And actually it says right here, second paragraph, two, two months ago, things were coming to a head. And this is an article that they wrote. And I was just like, oh, this is just the same <laughs> This is the same story. Yes, we know it's there. We know people are making money and nothing's changing. And when my interview with Matt, I asked him about making a proper marketplace or at least having that validated, like in Twitter, you have the the blue check mark, or I guess in any social media outlet these days, they have these verified check marks to say that this is a verified social media account. I'd love something like that for the for the plugin in and theme team, right? Even if you look at some of the the stuff that Mika Epstein has written publicly publicly about about the abuse that that she has taken. And, and this is something that is just, it's abhorrent, right? Like, like this stuff is, this should not be, this should not be happening. This should not be happening to any human being. This should not be happening to Mika. It should not be happening to a volunteer. It should not be happening to an employee. It shouldn't be happening to anybody. But with the proper systems in place, he, you know, these crazy humans are still gonna seek out other humans to do negative harm. But it, there can be some layers of defense, like anonymous emails and layers of kill switches where you can just shut people off. You shut them off, they, they no longer get their themes in there. And there's a, a rule system in place that sort of hopefully manages and governs that and a body that governs that. So there, there, there's a lot that can, that can happen on that front. That's not for this discussion. Today's discussion is about how I choose my themes and not the theme ecosystem at large, though, obviously it does have an impact on my decisions. So recently I switched my theme, uh, mattreport.com from Beaver Builder. It's a custom, it was a custom Beaver Builder 
theme. I had my, uh, I work with a, a local graphic designer, Chelsea Aruda. She does fantastic work, or at least I think so. She does all of my branding for most of my products and properties, including this podcast, the WP Minute, which we'll talk about towards the end of this podcast, Southcoast.fm, the We Are Here podcast, easy support videos. <laughs> she does a lot for me and she does fantastic work. And years ago, she had designed me a theme and it took me a year to get it developed thanks to my good friend, Devinder. He, I mean, not, not, it wasn't him that took a year. It was my own fault because I was sitting on it for a while. And then finally getting it over to him, asking for somebody who could do Beaver Builder. He said yes. And he was a champ and he did it for me, which I, I've spoken about before. And if you want to hop on his email newsletter, it's the WPweekly.com. Check that out. The WPweekly.com is actually a great sort of hand in hand with my, with my next project, the WPMinute.com. And he put together the theme. So it lasted, it sat for a year. It lasted for uh, about a year and a half, maybe two years at this point, I forget. But I largely sort of fell out of love of having to manage, and there wasn't even a lot of plugins, just the thought of Beaver Builder being there, a lot of other things that I was using to build custom landing pages. And the overall feel as somebody who is a content creator and building a community, I was like, you know what, this this whole feeling of that typical website, I don't want it anymore. And not that I think you can ever really escape the commonalities of good converting websites like hero, tagline, call to action, simple simple paths to to the goals that you want people to take. I think largely we're confined in a box uh, of a either an iPhone or a, a desktop monitor or laptop monitor. There's only so much we can do. And I was like, it's time to just streamline all of this stuff. Rolling out a new Matt Report brand and rolling out a new plugin. I was like, I just want to simplify everything onto one theme that I know I have the power to customize and will look good. And be fast, snappy, quick, do good on the SEOs <laughs> in the in the Google, the Google scanners, whatever it is that you guys call those things, to to rate and review your plugins. And the best theme for me, if I remember, I'll put a little drum roll. The best theme for me, or coincidentally, all the themes from Anders Noren. He led the 2020 theme. I believe, right? Which was a base from, was based off of the Chaplin theme. And the Chaplin theme is my favorite WordPress theme still. I think I said this was the best WordPress theme in 2019. And it still is a fantastic theme. And here's why. The, I mean, for, first and foremost, it doesn't use a page builder. It uses Gutenberg. I mean, you can use page builders on this thing. And that's, the, that's, that's what I like is it's lightweight, and flexible enough to work with a lot of plugins, including page builders. But my good friend Tom McFarlane once told me, and I don't know if he coined this term from somebody else. I've never even like Googled the phrase. I just took it because I, I trust what he has to say about coding anyways. Not much about else, but coding, I do believe. As he said that when I was rolling out my plugin conductor, he was on the sort of panel that I was addressing as I was building the plugin. And he says, you want to build decisions, not options. And quite frankly, that phrase has stuck with me since then. I don't even know how long that's been. Seven years, eight years probably since I had that discussion with him. Design decisions and not options. 
or at least I could be paraphrasing, but definitely decisions, not options. And that's what I really like about how Anders Norn approaches his, his themes, and it's particularly with Chaplin. Now, that means, at least this is the way that I perceive it, is when I go to set up my theme, it's not loaded with a million different things. I can't change all of the fonts. I can't change the font sizes and the pixel padding and all of this stuff. You know, I don't have all of those options. So I, I must make a decision to look at the templates and the styles available to me and say, this is what I need. This is, this is good enough. And then not only good enough, that doesn't give the weight, that doesn't, you don't really feel the gravity of the designer's decisions there, in my opinion. Because the designer sat down, it's not like he just whipped up this theme and that was it. He made, Anders, uh, who I'm talking about, the author of this plugin, made these decisions in particular. Like when you look at the demo of the homepage of Chaplin, the various page templates of Chaplin, these were all calculated and crafted for a particular reason. It wasn't meant for you to just change it all around because this is how this design flows, right? So you buy a luxury car, you don't just rip out the seats and say, I want these other seats over here. No, I mean, these seats were chosen for a reason, right? Or the motor, whatever, insert whatever. So you must trust the design direction that the original author had. And the beauty of WordPress is, of course, you can always customize the code if you want. But for 99% of the things that I want to do, Chaplin fits perfectly. Yes, do I want more? Yes, I, I want more options. I would love to be able to do other things. But I also realize that those design decisions would get me into the same issues that I'd have using a page builder, which is uh, scratching my head and saying, oh, God, like, okay, here's my blank canvas. Let me start from scratch. I'm not a designer, but let's see what Comic Sans looks like with a yellow background on this page. Oh, terrible. <laughs> right? And then you find yourself like, I don't know, you, maybe you don't do this because maybe you're an advanced designer, but I open up like Basecamp.com. I open up all these other SaaS sites that I, that I really admire their design. And I'm like, oh, just copy this. <laughs> just Let me just eyeball this and nudge the padding around here and click up the pixel font size a little bit more. Oh, they're using, I'm going to switch it over here now. That's what I end up doing, right? Throw all that away. Let me just make a decision with what Chaplin gives me. And that's where I'm at these days. I'm not running a design agency day to day, right? My studio still runs. I'm much more of an advisor or an outside salesperson for it, but I'm not making decisions on the technology of what's the site's being built. Now for the plugin Easy support videos, yeah, I'm making those decisions over there. But building a site, uh, I'm not largely in to the tools of that. So that's what I want. I want something clean and effective that I can largely get the job done as fast as possible. And again, Chaplin does that for me. So I've recently switched all the sites, Matterport, SouthCoast.fm, Easy Support Videos will be running it, or is running it, I should say, EasySupportVideos.com, the WPMinute.com will be running it, and I'll eventually transition PluginTut.com because I still have that up and running to, to use this theme. It's just the last on the list. Now, recently, and by the way, I, I'm going to name some honorable mentions as we get to the latter half of this discussion. So, other themes other than Anders Norn's themes. Recently, I have my other site, Crafted by Matt, which I use when I'm on like another podcast or something. I use it as sort of like a little mini resume site. I switched to Anders' latest theme, 
which was just released this morning, I saw, but I, I went into the, uh, the WordPress, what is it, SVN, and I downloaded the zip that he had uh, applied to the last track ticket. His latest name, Excel. And this is another theme. I, I've only played with it for about a half an hour <laughs> that I used to set up my uh, craftedbymatt.com site. But same thing, like design, uh, decisions, it's minimal, but also very powerful. And here's an example. He has a template for a page, which is a, which is a blank canvas. It takes out the header, the footer, sidebar, menu, all this stuff, and you just build something on it. And you might be thinking to yourself, yeah, well, there's tons of themes that do that. There's page builders that, that, that do that kind of thing. There's, there's all kinds of templates you can load with popular builders, like load just the footer, just the header, no header, no footer, all these things. I get it. But there's something about just one. <laughs> like, I don't have to decide. There's something about just, oh, a blank canvas. Okay. And there's all kinds of things that come to my head that I can do with that because I'm not thinking about, okay, I've got six different templates. I can do six different things times two ideas per template. It's just, boom, blank template, go nuts. And there's a lot of use cases for that, I think. Like simply, like when I appear on another podcast or I get interviewed, I can do landing pages for for people to go and subscribe to a podcast or get a special download or something. I mean, it's just, it's tiny, I get it. It's nuanced, but it's very powerful when all you have to do is make those decisions and not get lost in the options. So that's, I mean, alongside the design, right? You know, of course, I love the design, most importantly, I love how fast and how clean it is, and I love the typography. That's largely what sells me from from the outside from for Anders themes. Okay, and then there's like the you know the art the the real theory behind it, right? The design decisions and not not options. Now, shortcomings. We go back to Gutenberg. Yes, Gutenberg is is still difficult even on this theme, and and this is where the authors can get lost. In the mix. So Anders makes his themes compatible with, of course, Gutenberg, and he provides some styling around the Gutenberg block. So you can look at his pre-designed templates on his website and you can can see how he styled them. And you have to he has his his README, which has some of the breakdowns for putting these themes together. So you can reverse engineer that and, and use your Gutenberg themes or Gutenberg blocks. But what he doesn't do is he doesn't have his own Gutenberg plugin. And I think this is where, if you're a, d- a developer, a theme developer out there, a theme author, this is where things can get muddy. And I guess it's a decision that you have to make through the suffering a little bit of a user like me, right? So I want, I still want more page options, like block options. I don't know, pricing grid, email newsletter, sign up. Of course, the typical grids, portfolio pieces, ways to show off content, hero images, uh, content dividers, all of these things. But he doesn't provide that specifically from his theme. You have to go and get other blocks. So either use Gutenberg Core, or I like to use CoBlocks, but still not all of his styling transitions over to, to the CoBlocks features. So then you, you, you rub back into that friction point again, which is challenging. Okay, so that's... That's the biggest challenge with using these themes is I want that structure to be really straightforward. I want the design to be what I need. I want the typography to be exactly what I want. I want it to be fast. But then when it comes to putting the content on that page, I do want a lot of options there. And that's the sticking point, right, with Gutenberg and 
these other themes. Because then you, what you end up being, end up doing is building out the honorable mention themes that I like to use if I'm going into a project. If I'm going into a project and sort of the, the last thing I've really sunk my teeth into is a couple of academy sites that I built, one specifically for Castos at academy.castos.com, using Lifter LMS and the Nev theme by Theme Isles, which I think is one of the most underrated themes, which I've said before on my on other podcasts and other YouTube videos. The Nev theme is fantastic. If you're looking for a lot of options, but done smartly, I feel like the team at Nev has done a fantastic job, especially importing templates is is really fantastic. Again, there's pros and cons for all of this stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of options. Yeah, there's they have a bunch of plugins you have to install, which is not that bad, but it's still three, four plugins, I think, something like that. They're still largely using page builders to, and they have a Gutenberg option, which is what I respect, and they have a, a Beaver Builder, Elementor, Brizzy. They have all these other page builders that they support, which is great. It must be a lot of work for them to style and maintain all of this stuff. I can't even imagine. But if you're looking to grab different kinds of designs and have that granular control, I feel Nev is, is right up there, right up there alongside of Generate Press and what they're doing with Generate Blocks. So Tom and Mike at Generate Press are doing some amazing things with designs, with code, with some of the pushing some of the features of, of Gutenberg and what they're doing with their theme Generate Press. It's a fantastic tool. I'm really drawn to Nev's pre-designed templates. I think that there's a lot of good-looking templates that you can quickly launch a website with. And if you were starting a big project, this is how I classify it in my head anyway. If you need a specific website design, I think Nev can probably achieve that for you. So, I mean, anywhere from like your typical software agency, modern business feel. Nev has a bunch of themes that help with that, templates. If you're looking for like a restaurant site, a lawyer site, like they have all this stuff pre-designed. And if you're looking to start a project from scratch, like a custom design, my gut would go to Generate Press and what they do with Generate Blocks, right? That's how I break it up in my head. You go either way, right? I'm not saying one is better than the other, but in that regard, but that's how I, I think of it. And if you're looking for an, a full featured theme that just has everything in it, that's sort of modern, Bloxy is another one that I've reviewed on the Plug and Touch channel before. They're making it, again, more, more news lately with, they get some fantastic starter themes. They got fantastic options, especially for WooCommerce. If you're just not liking what you see in the Nev and the Generate Press world for design, Bloxy would be like my third, well, technically fourth go-to in this lineup. So if you're trying to stick to that core WordPress experience, for me, it's the themes by Anders Norn. Specifically, the Chaplin theme still has a lot of legs these days. And then Nev and Generate Press. If I'm an agency, those are the those are the two. Man, I mean, those are the Nev theme, Generate Press theme for whatever their licenses are, a couple hundred bucks. <laughs> I don't think you could go wrong. And I think you could solve a lot of projects using those themes. And then Bloxy, if, if you just want something else to throw in the mix there, especially maybe if it's a WooCommerce site, let's say. So that's that's how I think of themes. That those, That's my favorite lineup of WordPress themes. I'd love to know what you think. This podcast went much longer than I expected talking about this stuff. Hope you enjoyed it. The WP Minute, the WPMinute.com. I said that project was going to launch in March, and it still is. We'll get an episode out 
very soon, hopefully by the end of, well, by the start of next week. So it'll be March 29th. So that means I still got it in by March. So I'm holding true to that. Uh, it's a fun project. It'll be a quick three, four, five minute review of WordPress news. If you're into something like that, check out thewpminute.com. Really excited to get that off the ground. Uh, we've got about a hundred or so people that have already joined the email list. So I know folks are interested in that. So check that out, thewpminute.com. It's your WordPress headlines before you dive into the headlines, thewpminute.com. All right. Thanks for listening today. Really appreciate it. Leave your comments on the blog post. Share it. Don't forget to share it out on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're there. Matreport.com slash subscribe. All right. We'll see you in the next episode.